Hello, darlings and darklings, and welcome to the Simply Witchery Podcast. I'm your host, Levy, they, them. I'm a queer witch, pagan, and tarot reader. Here at Simply Witchery, I discuss magic, ritual, divinity, tarot, and so much more. This week, I want to talk about the magic of words and writing. There is power in our thoughts and our words and being able to tap into that power by putting it somewhere outside ourselves is an intensely magical skill. I also want to discuss how you can use poetry, prose, and other forms of words from others in your own magic. This is a incredibly magical experience and I'm excited to get into it all with you. Enjoy the episode! Okay, so first I want to talk about writing as self-care and as a tool that we can use to understand ourselves, which for me is a magical thing. I have found it incredibly valuable to have a record of my shifts and progress as a person. It's been incredibly healing to be able to look back and see how far I have come as a human being and journaling about my life and emptying my busy brain into a journal. I have a lot of different journals for a lot of different purposes that I'm going to talk about as we go through this. Um, But I have one journal that I call my stream of consciousness journal where I just pour out my mind and heart and soul into this journal and just get all that noise out of my head so that I can properly process it. And that's that's magic. That's healing magic to me. So that's one of the ways in which writing is a magical healing experience for me. And then I kind of want to lean into daily journaling as a ritual. For a long time, my stream of consciousness journal was my daily journal ritual. Lately, I have been doing um, future self journaling, which um, the holistic psychologist on Instagram, Dr. Nicole, has a whole thing about future self journaling if you want to check it out. It's not my idea, not my thing, it's hers. So check her out if you want to learn more about that. Um, But lately, future self-journaling has been my daily journaling ritual, which is a magical thing and a magical act of self-care that I do every day, Um, hopefully. In a perfect world, I do it every day, but the world is not perfect. So, you know, I miss days here or there. That's a massively important part of my life and my practice and a massive important component to my healing journey. Whatever journal I'm journaling in daily, it's important that I have a daily journal practice. It's also really important just as a magical practitioner that I have a record of the magic that I do because it's really important to be able to, again, look back and see what worked and what didn't. And it's also just important to have, you know, a record of what I do as a witch just for like posterity's sake like not saying that I'm going to be some like important person in the magical sphere but just for like hopefully the witches that come after me like who uh, whose lives I personally touch will have you know something to look at something to hopefully you know uh learn from and they'll be able to continue the evolution of work that I do 
Next, I'm going to kind of uh, move into using the words of others or the words you write yourself for magical works. First of all, if you know me, you know that I'm a pagan. I worship a lot of deities and poetry for me has been a really incredible offering. I have a practice where I do sacred reading, where I, you know, set space and make invitations to my deities and just read to them as an offering. And that's a really great way to offer to your deities when you are low on energy or you're low on, you know, money or you're low on whatever. Um, it's a great low cost, low energy thing that you can do for your deities as a gift to them. Also, just writing your thoughts about a deity out makes a great offering. I've written a lot of notes and a lot of letters to my deities. Um, a lot of the times they're notes of gratitude. Um, I also have, you know, written my own hymns, which I am by no means a musical person. Um, but for me, writing uh, hymns and hails for my pantheons for my deities specifically has been a great creative thing to do. You don't have to be a poet to do it. Just kind of like figure out what your preferences are. Like, do you have a specific, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A specific recipe you like to use? A specific tone or meter? Do you want rhyme in your hymn? You know, just figure out what you like in your own writing and write for them. Like, don't, don't feel like you have to be this great poet to write your own hymns. However, it is obviously, as I use poetry as an offering and I'm not a poet, um, it is just as valid to use the words of other people if you feel they are sacred, if they are out in the world and free for you to use, do it. Like, do what you're comfortable with. And then, you know, those notes or those hymns or hails or whatever you write, um, you can burn them ritually as part of an offering. If burning is a thing you do in your practice, it's not really something that I do, but that's a thing that lots of witches do. If you're interested in that, it's totally a valid thing to do as an offering. Yeah, and I do also, I feel like I maybe should have said this at the start of this episode, but I'm saying it now. Doing this digitally is also equally as valid as like writing things out by hand. Like, if you can't write things out or you don't want to write things out with pen and paper, typing it, perfectly valid. Speech to text, perfectly valid. Ritual deleting is a thing that I have done. It's kind of the digital equivalent to burning. Ebooks and online sources are just as valuable as physical books. Digital journals are just as valid as physical journals. You know, like, if you have a disability that prevents you from, like, physically writing things out, there is nothing wrong with uh, using the tools that you need to use to do something you want to do. It doesn't invalidate your magic or your power in any way, like, at all. And this also is uh, how I feel about speaking words out loud. That's not something you can do. Thinking these words is also just as powerful and just as valid as speaking them out loud. Another really powerful thing that 
journaling and writing and uh, getting the words that are inside of you out in some way um, has done is it allows you to, as I said, get these thoughts outside of you, which helps us articulate our perspective and being able to externalize your thoughts and your perspective is a super valuable skill just in mundane life, never mind your magical life. So this is a skill that you can nurture and create and validate that will be valuable in every area of your life. And you can also, I, ugh, I'm i a mess. I'm all over the place. <laughs> but it's fine. We're going to go back to poetry for a hot second and using like the words of poets, be it classical or to contemporary, um, as a spell. I have used, you know, obviously the Homeric hymns, the, uh, are a great resource for me that I mostly use as offering, but that I have used, um, in spell work to call in a deity that, um, I'm working with into a greater tapestry of spell work. Um, you can also just use poetry as a spell. An example of this from my personal life is I've used the words of Nikita Gill, who is an incredible poet, and her book Great Goddesses has been um, a great source of offerings for me as a Hellenic polytheist. But that book in particular has been a way for me to do spell work um, with specific deities in mind, but you could do any any poet's words that speaks to your heart and your soul can be made into a spell. Or if you need like to do a quick simple spell and you don't have a lot of energy time or whatever to do a spell, think of an intention. Google the intention and like, so like say prosperity, I would Google prosperity in poetry or poetry about prosperity and whatever comes up in Google, I would study and dissect and understand the author as best as I can and then speak that poem as a spell as I understand it. So that's a way to incorporate poetry into spell work um, and to use poems specifically as spells. So that's kind of like the myriad of ways that I use words as magic. So now I'm going to kind of talk about the many, many journals that I keep. Some of these I write in every day. Some of these I write in once a week. Some of these I write in once a month. Some of these I write in only when I feel called to. So it depends on the journal. And I'm just going to kind of tell you about all the journals I keep and maybe inspire you to start a new one of your own or to add something to your own journaling practice. This is just uh, to kind of give you a little inspiration. So I've talked a little bit already about my stream of consciousness journal, which is just my brain dump journal. It's just I write a stream of my consciousness until I feel like I should stop which really helps me empty my brain. You know, it helps with anxiety. It helps with so many things. I highly recommend a stream of consciousness journal. I also keep a deity journal where I take notes of any talks I have with deities, any tarot readings I do with or for deities. Anything that has to do with a deity goes in the deity journal. This is also the journal that I write my, uh, 
deity-centered affirmation meditations in. And then I have a contemplation journal. And the contemplation journal is for notes on my studies. There's a lot of things that I've into the contemplation journal. Lately, it has been studying single tarot cards with a holistic tarot lens. But I do like notes on the divine diamond, which is a thing that I am studying and kind of forming in my brain. Anything I'm contemplating goes in the contemplation journal. It's pretty much that simple. And then I have a separate tarot journal, um, which I use to take notes on my personal polls. Um, so I do that weekly and I try to return to it once or twice in the week. For me, I do daily draws on my Instagram every day. And so to do daily personal draws is too much for me. So I'll pull cards once a week for myself and kind of meditate on those cards for a week. Um, so the tarot journal is where I take notes on those personal pulls for myself. I have an inner child journal where I uh, write letters to my inner child, where I journal on my inner child work and on my inner child healing journey. My ego is also included in that because for me, the ego is the defense mechanism of the psyche for the inner child. And so some of my ego work goes in the inner child journal. And that's that one. And then my next one is a gratitude journal where I just write things I'm thankful for, where I make a list of like the good things that happen in my life. If I receive something and I feel gratitude for it, I'll jot it down in the gratitude journal. And then I have my future self journal, which is my daily journal right now where I am journaling um, actively to co-create my life with spirit and divinity. This is again, not my idea. It's a uh, comes from Dr. Nicole, the holistic psychologist on Instagram. And then I have a Simply Witchery journal, which is where I lay out my content creation for the entire month and just kind of journal about what I'm doing with Simply Witchery, where Simply Witchery is going and why and how and what that looks like um, on a content level. And then finally, I have a shadow work journal, which is where the majority of my ego work goes and my shadow work goes and that is you know I feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory and that is the list of journals that I keep it's a big one I am a journaler I am a list maker I am a Virgo moon and a Libra rising and I am a stereotype <laughs> um but yeah uh so that is how journals and writing show up in my practice and in my life magical and mundane alike so, yeah, that, I think, is where we are going to end the episode. Thank you for listening, darlings and darklings. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it. It really helps me out. You can find more from me on Instagram and Twitter at Simply Witchery. Check out my feed for daily readings and more magical content. The music in this episode is Where Was I by Lee Rosevere. May blessings, joy, and love find you wherever you are. I'll see you next time. Bye.